Hola! Thank you for listening to First Gen Healing, a podcast on Latinx healing and awakening journeys. Welcome to this year's first episode. Woo! <laughs> welcome, welcome everyone. I am so happy to be here. I wonder if you miss me like I missed you. I'm so sorry that I missed a couple of weeks in December, but I needed to take a break myself. And now I'm energized and ready to be back. So if you don't know already, my name is Priscila Luna. I'm the host and creator of this podcast. And today's episode is going to be a little bit different. It's just going to be myself. And I really want this episode to be kind of like a workshop in a way. Um, I want it to be an experience because today we're talking about how to plan for the new year when life is blurry, when things might not be clear to you. Perhaps you're in the midst of your self-discovery journey or you're reevaluating what you want out of life. Maybe you're in that existential crisis of like, who am I and all of that stuff or even your dark night of the soul. And I know firsthand that in those moments, life can get confusing. And sometimes you can feel so set on a path. And when that path or journey doesn't work out, relationship, job, whatever it is, doesn't work out, it can feel so disorienting. So first off, I just want to say, if you find yourself in that point of your life, I am sending you a big virtual hug. I know that it's not easy to be there, to feel not as sure anymore as you did about life or where you're going or what you're obtaining or what what the meaning of it all is. These moments in life, I think, give you your power back if you take it. And nothing is more special than that. Nothing is more special than understanding that it's not a path that makes you, that it's not an accomplishment that determines who you are, what you're worth, that it's not where you find yourself, it's not what you do, but it's you who is the prize, it's you who really matters. And being able to find and get to know other aspects of yourself is the gift to reclaim the power that we give away so, so much nowadays in the society. Ultimately, I think that that's what it's all about, you know? I don't know if I convey that as much as I want to, but at the end of the day, it's recognizing that we are what's important, that it's not our achievements, it's not who we become, or even what we do in this lifetime, you guys. We don't determine how long we're here. We don't determine the resources that we have access to. We don't determine the state of the world, right? As we are navigating our own journey, our own life. And so although society and our upbringing may make it seem like those are the things that are important, they're really not. And there's there's moments in our lives, I think, when we feel that lostness, when we feel so disoriented, it's because we've given away so much power to those things. We think that until we get that back, until we make something of ourselves, until we're someone, right, or until we've achieved or obtained whatever it is that you're after, we place our value in achieving, in doing those things. And the reality of it is you're the magic. You could have been born at any period of history and 
and within any family and within any race and like you didn't choose all those things you know and so the magic is getting to know yourself getting to know your energy getting to know your vibe and being able to move through the world regardless of what it's like loving yourself loving your energy being proud of that of who you are and not what you are if you're identifying with being on a self-discovery journey then maybe you're like I want to get to know that part I want to know myself but I don't and I have no idea how to and if you didn't know I'm a Latina coach who helps first gens on healing and awakening journeys who are on the path of prioritizing themselves and rediscovering who they are and ultimately I do that or I like to say that you do that by tapping into your inner poder, something that we all have, something that lives within us, always has, but sometimes we just get so disconnected from it. You can call it your intuition, your authentic self, your highest self. It's the version of us that is untouched by this crazy society, by all of the things that happen to us. And it's what I now feel like is home to me. You know, I come back to that version of myself over and over again. And it's like this flow that I can come back to and re tap into and it's such a beautiful thing when you find that for yourself and that's what I help people find so because that is what I do with people on a regular basis I thought that I could bring that acquired knowledge to today's episode and use it to help you guys plan for this upcoming year or at least get clues of what you want more of and what you want less of in this year without necessarily needing to know exactly where you're headed and exactly what you want. And I created a workbook for you guys to follow. You're going to find the link to be able to download that in the description of the episode or in the link in my profiles and my social media profiles. So you can search First Gen Healing. I'm on TikTok, on Instagram. Since it's just you and I here today, I definitely want this to be an experience. And so first off, I wanted to start off by naming like, who is this for? And by the way, if you're a little bit impatient, you're like, I just want to get started already. I do recommend you listen to the instructions, but I will put timestamps in the description of the episode so that you guys can jump to the start of this experience. Um, just know it's going to be like if you and I were together in a room, I'm going to walk you through the workbook so that you don't have to do this alone and so that you have instructions as you go. So when I created this workbook and this episode, I obviously was thinking of those of you who are feeling like life is a little bit blurry right now. But honestly, I also thought of anyone who maybe needs a jumping off point or like a starting off point of how to plan your new year in case this is like your first year where you're planning it out, maybe, you know, or maybe you've never done a review of your previous year um, or it hasn't been as intentional. So whatever, wherever you find yourself at, I personally feel like this episode and this workbook could be helpful for any of you who are planning out your 2024. And it doesn't require you having very specific goals, which I think is helpful when you don't have those, right? When they're not as clear to you in the moment. So that's who this episode is for. Basically everyone, everyone who wants to do some planning. So let's talk about how this is actually all going to work. 
Número uno, you need to either print, I would say print this workbook. You can also download it and do it on your laptop, but I would prefer that you print it. You have a pen, paper, and I'll tell you what else you'll need in a second. No distractions so that we can do this together. I'm going to walk you through in the beginning an exercise to help ground you so that you're here now in mind, body, and spirit as you're doing this exercise. Then I'll walk you through each page in the workbook. I'll give you instructions, how to fill it out, what you're supposed to do, and then I'll give you um, a reflection to do after you've done the worksheet. You can do this all in one sitting or you can set aside like, okay, I'm gonna do one worksheet a day, whatever it is that you want and works best for you. I think there's about nine worksheets in total. The purpose of this all is for you to leave knowing how you want to spend your time in 2024. So that is what these worksheets and activities are kind of guiding you through is to figure that out as you complete them. Now, obviously, this is a podcast episode, so the following will be a little bit different. I would recommend that you don't do this as you're multitasking. I really want you to take your time and complete this workbook. And I definitely think that if you're looking for assistance, this workbook will help you, but you have to make time for it and you can't be multitasking, okay? I would recommend that you're at home and in a space where you're gonna have some time for yourself without distractions. Let's talk about what you're going to need for this activity or for for this time together. Numero uno, of course, the workbook. Number two, I want you to set a vibe. I want you to have an experience with me. So I am going to show you some of the things that I brought for today's experience. I brought some sage because I love to involve the senses whenever I'm going inward, whenever I'm trying to connect with my inner poder, with my intuition. I need something that lets my body know like, hey, this is the time we're going to go inward, okay? And I tell all of my clients or customers to do that as well. When you set your space, when you have like a meditation corner or whatever it is, a a check-in corner journaling space, I recommend that you bring in your senses. So maybe you can have a pillow, which I have a pillow uh, that I, specific pillow that I use, something that smells a certain way that's pleasant to you, maybe some blankets, whatever it is, a candle that will help you set a vibe for what you're about to do. Welcome to planning for the new year when things are blurry. I am so excited to bring you along this workbook, this experience that I created for you. I hope that you are sitting in the space, in the place that makes you feel safe, like you can have some time for yourself. I personally just lit some sage to get my body, mind, and soul into this moment. And I'm going to ask that you pull out your workbook and you flip to the page. I wrote you guys a little cartita de amor. Eh? <laughs> just kidding. Uh, no, but you can flip now to the third page, which is called a brain dump, okay? So that's the first thing that you're going to be doing today before we even get into anything else. So again, make sure that your space is set, that the vibe is there. If you want to put on some lyricless music, if you want to turn on some sage, a candle, lo que sea, grab a sweater or a blanket or not, whatever you feel comfy and good in. So this is what the brain dump page looks like. I want you to turn to it and grab your pen. 
what you're going to do or how this is going to work is I'm going to give you instructions for whatever the worksheet is and then you're going to pause the episode, do the worksheet, and then you're going to come back so that I can give you instructions on how to reflect or what to use or think about after you have done that activity, okay? So for this first one, a brain dump. If you don't know what a brain dump is, a brain dump is meant to be just like a scratch paper. You're going to write down for two minutes, or you're going to put a timer for two minutes, and for two minutes, you're going to write down anything that comes to your mind. So sit down, tune in to your energy, tune into your mind, and I want you to just anything that comes up in your mind, write it down. If you want to write down, this feels weird, I'm hungry, oh my god, I'm cold, it's late, why am I doing this? Just write it down, right? Choppy words as the thoughts come, you know, as the emotions or the feelings come through, write it down, make it as messy as you can. I've had a lot of people that I work with like try to do this super neat. No, in this brain here, write all over, write backwards, forwards, however you want. Just jot down anything that comes up for you for two minutes, okay? So pause this episode, set a timer for two minutes, and then press play again. I'm going to assume that you already completed your brain dump. So a little bit about a brain dump and why I had you do it. A lot of us, without realizing it, exist in our minds a lot we're always thinking of the past the future the present our to-dos what's next etc and a lot of us have a hard time existing within our bodies most of our energy tends to lie in our heads on our backs and our shoulders if you i'm already feeling some tension on my back on my shoulders it feels a little bit heavy and if you tune into your body you might notice the same that as we go about our days, we're really in our heads, we're talking to ourselves, or we're analyzing, thinking, solving problems, right? And so we spend a lot of time there. And without realizing it, we let that part of us run our lives. We have a hard time grounding. And so we can allow what some people call like the monkey mind to run our day to day. You know, we jump from one thing to the next. I call them brain treadmills from one thought to the next, from one story to the next, from one to do to the next. So a brain dump is just a good way to start to ground some of the energy, to start to bring some of that down and help you take some of what's up in your mind on paper. But I like to do this in the beginning of any session that I do with a customer when I'm working one-on-one -on -one or even like group things like this because I want you to try and be here as much as possible, to be present as much as possible, to tune out what your brain wants you to think about and multitask in that way um, and instead be here completely. And so personally, I really love to do brain dumps with my clients before we get started to make sure that they are able to start to ground that energy. And I like to take it a step further with those that I work with. And we're going to do that today by incorporating some breath work. We're not going to do anything intense. Don't worry. We're just going to take a couple of breaths. But Presence, mindfulness requires that we pay attention, that we're here, that we're present. And so breath can be a really good way of anchoring us to the moment. As you do this breath work, try to set the intention to bring your energy down. If you don't talk in terms of energy yet, or if that's not something that like you've learned before, try to like take a pause, 
hopefully like with some silence and just pay attention to how your body feels pay attention to if like any part of your body is buzzing or feels heavy or feels tense and feel free to like stretch or you know like right now i just move my shoulders back you can roll your neck you can stretch your arms whatever it is that you feel like your body needs and once it does that initial like adjustment Take another moment and pay attention to what your body is telling you next. So is it really active up here in your brain like I told you a lot of us are? Or are you feeling some heaviness on your hips, on your legs? What is it that your body is telling you when you give it a second? Okay, and as you're doing that, as you're starting to kind of close in your attention and place it in within yourself, within your body, I'm going to explain to you what a square breath is, which is something that I use on a day-to-day basis to kind of calm myself down or bring myself to the present. It's actually helped me during arguments when I feel like I'm like giving my power away or setting boundaries it can become such a helpful practice so essentially a square breath is we're going to inhale for four seconds you're going to hold that inhale for four seconds you're going to exhale for four seconds and hold without any air in you for four seconds and then we're going to do that again a couple of times okay so we're, we're essentially drawing a square with our breath inhale hold exhale hold inhale hold exhale hold okay if as you're doing this you feel anxious maybe this isn't a breath uh, exercise that works for you please just take a couple deep breaths all right so get comfortable and go ahead and take an inhale through your nose for four seconds And hold it. And exhale. Hold it. Inhale. And hold it. And now exhale through your mouth for four seconds. And hold. Inhale. Hold it. Exhale. Hold. And now with this inhale, go ahead and inhale. I want you to try to bring your energy down. Bring that breath all the way down, as far down as you can. Hold it. Notice how far down you were able to bring that breath. Is it just your chest? Is it just your nose? Is it down in your lungs? Go ahead and exhale. Hold it. With this next inhale, you're going to try and bring that breath down even deeper, as deep as you can. Inhale. And hold. And exhale. You can breathe normally now. And before we get started, I want you to tune in. How is your body feeling now? What signals is it giving to you now? 
Do you feel like stretching again? Do you need to crack anything? Do you need to extend your legs maybe? Or what is your body asking you to do? Tune in. See if you can notice if any parts of you are tingling, if any parts of you feel heavy still. A lot of the times when I work with people, I feel a lot of heaviness here on the shoulders. So usually like they're also feeling that here or tension here in the back or weight here in your mind or maybe even tingliness. So just notice what is coming up for you um, as we start to ground into this moment, into this space so that we can begin so this brain up, you're actually not going to do anything else with it. So you can flip it over and we're going to get started with the next worksheet. Okay, so the first worksheet that we're going to start with is called Let's Talk Energy. I want you to think about what it would be like if someone recorded your life for a full week. Okay, so let's say you yourself record your life for a week and then you play that back. What would you notice when it comes to how you spend your time? Would it be that you spend a lot of time thinking? That you spend a lot of time doing? Do you spend a lot of time indoor? Do you spend a lot of time outdoors? Uh, do you spend it with people? Do you spend it alone? What do you spend your time doing? Do you spend it online? Are you spending your time working a lot or taking care of others or being cared for? What does that energy input and output look like? Okay, so I want you to think about that. I want you to think about your time, essentially, especially if you're not too familiar with your own energy, then just thinking of how you spend your time can be a great way of identifying, okay, this is how I'm spending my energy, essentially, okay? As you're watching back, I want you to now start to identify of those things that you spend your time doing, what makes you feel good? What makes you feel energized? What makes you leave what leaves you wanting more? And on the other hand, what drains you? What depletes you of your energy? What makes you feel tired? What makes you not want to do it anymore? Okay? What are the things or interactions or actions that just don't sit well with you um, or that you would rather not do? So on the sheet, that's what you're going to fill out. You're going to, on the column or in the column that says gives energy, you're going to write down what comes to mind for what gives you energy and specifically things that you currently spend your time doing okay so what things that you're currently spending your time and energy on give you energy and then on the other hand what things that you currently spend your time and energy in now drain you of your energy pause the episode and come back when you're done now with the things that you have written down I would love for you to reflect on what you see. Do you see a variety of things? Is there a lot to choose from in terms of what you do on a day-to-day -day basis? Do you see the same things? Like, is it just a very few amount of things that you do on a day-to-day -day basis? Take a look at that and reflect on how that feels. Does the amount of things that you spend your time doing feel good or not? Does it give you like, oh, I should be doing more? Does it give you, oh my God, this is overwhelming. I do too much. 
What is the feeling that you get when you look at your list on both ends, on both sides, no matter if it drains or gives you energy? I would love for you to start there to notice how does it feel to look at how you're spending your time. Sometimes that can be a good indication or good give us good clues of what you actually crave, right? Do you crave more things? Do you crave less? Do you think you have to do more but actually do less? Do you tend to think that you're doing a lot, but now that you look at it, you're like, hmm, it's not that many things. The next thing that I would like you to reflect on is to look at how much time you're spending on each thing in terms of like in the column of what energizes you. Do you spend a lot of time doing those things or do you spend more time doing things that drain you? And do you want to change that? Is that within your control to change? Does it currently feel like it's not? And if so, can you make it a goal? Hint, hint. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Can you make it a goal or can you make it an aspiration to change that for yourself? To switch up how you're spending your time? Are there any common denominators on what it is that gives me energy? Do things that give me energy involve others? Do they just involve myself? Do they involve nature? Is it about creativity? Is it about challenging myself? So you can kind of start to see what are the patterns within what I already do that can give me more clues to what would make me more happy or fulfilled on a day-to-day basis. You see how it's not as complicated sometimes as we make it. We may think of fulfillment as purpose. And so it's kind of like we're searching for this huge thing, right? We're searching for the big thing that's going to make us happy. But what we don't realize is that those big things usually are compiled with a bunch of little things, you know, and the more information we gather, the better we can direct ourselves towards the bigger uh, goals or the bigger things that we're trying to achieve. Or it's kind of like puzzle pieces to what is that big thing, you know? Sometimes we start off clueless and we think that we're going to go from zero to 100. (laughs) That we're going to go from not knowing ourselves at all, not knowing what we like, not knowing who we are, to boom, finding the thing, you know? And sometimes it happens that way, but usually it doesn't. On to the next sheet. So the next one is called Authentic AF. (laughs) So if if you look at your sheet, you're going to see that I have in the center yourself. And then surrounding yourself, I put community, friends, family, online, work, and home. Okay, so basically what I did here is I listed out spaces that you may be spending your time in and you can add if there's ones that I miss, you can add them onto the list. But the instructions for this sheet are to identify what spaces and places you feel like you can be your most authentic self. If you are someone who doesn't know who your authentic self is yet, then I want you to think of what are the spaces and places that you occupy that make you feel at ease, that you feel comfortable in. Where do you feel like you can talk without having to put on a lot of filters, without having to overthink? And essentially what I want you to do is either, if that's easier for you, then circle the spaces and places that make you feel most comfortable Or if you're having a hard time identifying what those places are, I want you to think of the opposite. What places make you feel uncomfortable? 
Where do you feel like you can't be yourself? Like you can't speak your mind? What spaces or places do you occupy where your energy shrinks, where you shrink? So sometimes it can be helpful to think about the contrast, right? So if it's not easy to identify where you feel good, authentic, at peace, at ease, then maybe think about where you don't feel good. Authenticity is expansion. Being yourself makes you feel expanded, makes you feel comfortable. It's like... I just thought of the worst example. Oh my goodness. I just thought of balls. <laughs> I'm going to include this in this episode porque that's my real personality, y'all. But uh, like, you know, men's balls, when it's warm, <laughs> when when it's a good weather day, se expanden, they expand, they're like comfy. And when it's cold, when it doesn't feel good, they shrivel up, right? So in what environments do you become an expanded bola? <laughs> and in what environments do you shrink? I hope that helped. If that didn't help, I don't know what will. Nah. <laughs> So pause this episode, fill out your worksheet. Essentially, what you're going to end up writing down is circle the places that make you feel good if you're able to identify them and then put like a square around the places that don't. And if you can put a little bit of a description on what those places make you feel or what you think of when you think of these spaces, please just put like kind of a description so that then you can do the reflection, um, which I'll talk about once you press play again. So now that you have written down the spaces and places that make you feel good and authentic and the ones that don't, I would love for you to, if you haven't already, Write down words that describe those places, right? So if it's community, what do you feel? What words would describe community and how that makes you feel? Does it make you feel comfortable? Does it make you feel at ease? Do you feel like the people within the community are open-minded or are like-minded people? Are they goal-oriented? Is that what makes you feel good within a community, for example? Or if you circled family, okay, what is it about family that makes you feel good? Are they loyal people, unconditional? Do they check in with you? Do they think of creative, fun activities for you guys to do together? Is it just the time that you spend together? What is it about family that makes you feel good? And why do you think you feel good within it? You know, do you feel like you're heard in those spaces, validated in those places? Work. Do you feel like if you feel good and authentic within work? Okay, cool. Is it the coworkers, your coworkers that make you feel good? If so, what is it about coworkers? Are they friendly? Are they talkative? Are they shy? Uh, are they real AF? Or if you feel contracted in those spaces, you feel like you can't be authentic, that you have to be fake or that you don't feel comfortable there. What is it about it? Do you feel judged? Do you feel different? Do you stand out? Do you feel like you're not listened to or um, taken seriously? What is it about these spaces that you put a square around that makes you feel contracted, that makes you feel like you can't expand and be yourself. Just reflecting on these things will start to give you clues about what it is that you value as a person, your authentic inner poder, what your inner poder enjoys being around. Well, sometimes we think that we have no idea who we are, what we like, what we don't like. But when we do activities like this, I hope that you're seeing that we actually do already have a lot of information about what we enjoy, what makes us feel good. And 
these words, right? Like the next thing that I'll ask you to do is to find like what the commonalities are. Are the spaces that don't make you feel good, do they have in common that they tend to be people that are closed-minded or judgmental or frivolous? What is it that they have in common? And what are what do you find in common with the places that make you feel good? Is it people that feel warm, nice, kind? Is it smart people? Is it people that are go-getters, um, that are looking to be better determined you know what are the qualities of the spaces that you occupy that benefit you and that don't and i hope you see the magic in this like how cool it is to start to really get to know yourself without having to do a million things and try out all these things or change jobs you know sometimes we think we have to go out and find ourselves and figure ourselves out and sure that can be a part of the journey but it doesn't have to be all of it and you don't have to do those things to find out more about you so i hope you're understanding like it's super cool how these simple exercises and activities can give you more information about yourself that maybe you didn't even know you had this next activity is probably going to be the one that takes you the longest 2023's heartbeat it's an activity that i love to do with the people that i coach one-on-one because it holds so much information the heartbeat exercise i don't actually know if this already exists out there but i personally i think i made it up i'm not sure (laughs) but the purpose of this worksheet is for you to look back in your 2023 and identify four things that feel like highs so that feel like good moments core memories things that you will always remember or things that were memorable or made you feel good Um, and then four memories that don't necessarily feel good that are the lows right things that you learned a lot from or that were painful or that were lessons that you learned or things that didn't go right and you can use your camera roll to look back through pictures if you don't remember necessarily moments that stand out like this you can look back through your notes or journal entries if you journal throughout the year i want to remind you that highs don't have to be like these huge milestones okay Again, as society, we tend to think that those are the ones worth celebrating, the ones that are big and that are like things that you can share with others. But personally, I have a lot of highs that don't involve anyone else. You know, I remember this one memory so vividly where I was sitting in a chair, like uh, a comfortable chair out looking out a window and I was seeing birds pass by and I was seeing the blue sky and these beautiful clouds And for a moment there, I was feeling like complete peace. And that was so beautiful. And I I feel like I will remember this for years because no thoughts were running through my head. Nothing felt urgent in that moment. the, The weather was perfect. The sky looked so nice. So your highs don't have to be these huge things. It could be like a conversation you had with someone that was just that went exactly how you wanted it to or that healed parts of you that you didn't know needed healing um, or that you laugh like no other time try to think of four moments that you see as core memories for 2023 that feel good in your body 
And then, of course, also think of four moments that don't necessarily feel that good. Again, lows don't have to be huge, tragic things. Although, if they were, I'm sorry that you went through that stuff. But you can write it down. And if it's too traumatizing, then don't. You know, look for other memories. But lows, like I said, can be like unexpected things that happen. Plot twists in your 2023, right? Or... Things that brought you a lot of lessons that felt uncomfy in the moment, change that you weren't expecting, those can be the lows that you write down. So go ahead and pause the episode and come back when you're ready to reflect. Perfect. I want you to start off by identifying if your highs and lows were things that you planned out. Were they completely unexpected? Were they surprises in a positive way or in a negative way? So maybe just kind of jot down next to them or in another piece of paper if you feel like the majority of your highs or the majority of your lows have any similarities when it comes to how they came about. There's, is there a person that is has been a part of all your highs and all your lows? Because that can give you some inclination or indication of people that are important in your life, you know, um, people that have been unconditional or or maybe people that have been a part of all of your lows, you know, and potentially those can be people that are not a positive influence for your life. Were you the one to make some of your highs happen? If so, congratulations. That is so amazing. And if not, were they surprises? Was it someone or something that caused, was it like a domino effect that caused all of the highs? Was it a domino effect that caused all of the lows? What are some of the roots that you can find within these highs and lows that can help you see if these are things that you can replicate? Maybe you are someone who thinks, I don't like surprises or you like to take control or think you have control of your life and everything that happens. And maybe through this exercise, you're realizing, whoa, but the majority of my highs were actually surprises by life, you know? So if that's so, maybe you can shift your perspective of, okay, so maybe, yes, it's good for me to have control, but maybe it's also not that scary to allow life to surprise me. And so now we're going to go into kind of this summary that I created for you. So if you've been following along and you thought that you didn't know anything about 2024, here's the beautiful surprise, which is you actually know a lot. This sheet here says in 2024, I will spend more time blank. So you're going to fill that out and less time blank. So you can look at your Let's Talk Energy Worksheet and then you can fill that out based on what you determined you want to spend more time doing and less time doing. Then it says, be in the spaces where I feel like me. So again, you're going to list out some of the spaces you identified that make you feel like you. And if the worksheet... um, authentic af didn't help you identify spaces that make you feel like you maybe you're like i identify that all of the spaces i spend time in are spaces that don't make me feel like me okay perfect or i don't feel at ease in okay so then maybe you're gonna put i will make time to find spaces where i feel like me and similarly for and not in the spaces where i don't so what spaces do do you identify that don't help you feel like you or be you and then lastly you're going to use your heartbeat worksheet to fill out i will seek more experiences like so you're going to write down what you've identified what kind of experiences feel like highs to you and then and less experiences like and then you're going to fill out what experiences you don't want to experience more of 
especially those that are in your control, right? So hopefully some of these are within your control. And so you can make sure that you experience less of that. Yay. Okay. So if you made it this far, I am so proud of you. I hope that you feel more informed of what you want more of and less of in your 2024. The rest of the worksheets are kind of bonuses. So I'm going to walk you through them as well. But these were kind of like the bulk of it to help you work through maybe the cloudiness that you felt was in your mind. Of course, this is just simple worksheets, right? So they're not going to help you figure it all out. You're not going to find your purpose, but maybe you start to get clues of like, mm, I didn't realize that I really like this or that I don't like that, right? So hopefully it was a good couple of exercises for you and it gave you some clarity. Before we move on to the next worksheet, I do want to remind you that I'm a Latina coach for first-gen Latinos, Latinas, Latines who are on healing and awakening journeys and who are in that path of prioritizing themselves and rediscovering who they really are. So if you're on this journey yourself and you're ready for support, guidance, and accountability to dive deeper into this, to find clarity within, to unearth what are the layers that are holding you back, perhaps what are the boundaries that you need to set, I do that. And I would love to support you in this journey. So currently what I'm doing is free 30-minute intro calls where we meet virtually on Zoom one-on-one. -on -one. You can tell me where you're at in your journey, what you're looking to get help with, or where you feel stuck. And we can talk about if my coaching services would be able to help you through whatever it is that you're going through. You can get to know me a little bit better. I can get to know you. As a Latina, I understand it's a big step to get help on your journey. You know, we tend to want to do things alone. We tend to think that we can, we can handle it. But sometimes it feels really good as a first gen to have someone who shares your experience, who knows what it's like. And I like to create this space where as a first gen, you can like put down for once for 60 minutes that we work on on a weekly basis, who you think you need to be, what you think you need to do, all those responsibilities, set that to the side and focus on you reconnecting with your inner poder. And if this is something that interests you, then you can schedule your 30 minute intro call by clicking in the link in the description. You'll get a Zoom link, we'll meet virtually and we'll talk. So I hope to talk to some of you guys. Those of you that sign up for January and February coaching are going to get a discounted price because I want to encourage you to sign up to start off the year correctly and so I am giving you a discount if you're coming from this video. For this next worksheet I put inspo. Basically if the first couple of worksheets gave you some idea of what you want but you want more here I put vibes and words. So let's start with vibes. When I was in the midst of my journey, I remember that I printed out a picture of Bad Bunny y Rosalia. This picture to me represented what I wanted to feel. I felt like they embodied confidence, authenticity. Like I felt like both of them in this time of their career, they were truly being who they were, standing out for being themselves. They were being their own trend. 
And I love that about it. Every time I saw that picture, I was like, yes, that's what I want. Like, that's what I'm headed towards. And it really inspired my 2019 year. When I would look at that picture, I'm like, okay, am I headed in that direction? Do I feel like I'm being myself or am I following the crowd? You know, and so it helped me start to really tap into like who I really am and not necessarily just follow cookie cutter uh, lifestyles. And in that year is actually when I first quit my corporate job in 2019. And I feel like, you know, they kind of inspired some of that as well some of that attitude some of that like I got this I believe in me so a picture can go a long way and so if as I'm talking about this picture you think of one yourself I invite you to print that one out or look for pictures that inspire you, whether it's artists that you follow, whether it's a movie that gives off this energy that you want to embody, a song maybe, a time in history, someone that's no longer here, someone in your family or your friendships or leaders in the world, you know, that you feel embody something that resonates with you, that makes you feel inspired every time you look at it or watch or listen. And then I also put down words. I love the idea of not necessarily having a ton of goals that you want to go after, especially when you feel like life is blurry. I think that that can be overwhelming or it can feel confusing if you're constantly transforming who you are and what you want. But there can be words or themes that you can live your year by. I've used words like authenticity, embodiment, alignment. So think of a word that you feel like makes sense for you. And if you can't think of one, look back to your 2023 heartbeat exercise and see if you can identify a theme for that. Was it relationships? Was it new beginnings? Was it endings? Exploration, curiosity. Those are all words that you can use your themes. And then as you're reflecting on that theme or that word, think, about any words or themes that stand out for this year. Now, with all of the information that you have gathered so far, my hope is that from there, you can derive or take away three goals that you can aim for in 2024. And that's why I created this goal tracker that you can use. I uh, did it for 12 weeks, so it could be three months at a time. And essentially the reason that I put the little icons that I did on the right side is because I want you to remember that your goals are something that you have to work on on a regular basis. If you've heard that quote, like the day you plant the seed is not the day that the flower blooms or something like that. It's so true. Sometimes we carry this energy that's really forceful. At least I've seen it with myself and the people that I've worked with so far. It's kind of like we want results very fast we have these big expectations for us and of course like we carry this fire within us that was initiated by our parents coming to this country you know as first gens and I understand that but I think that as you go on your healing and awakening journey perhaps you're in that phase at least where I find myself where you're looking and searching for ease and peace and Honestly, I think that a big part of that is yourself. Are you going to allow yourself to feel that? Or are you going to push yourself to your limits constantly until you achieve whatever it is you think you need to? Because honestly, I think that a lot of us think that a moment in time will come where ease and peace will just come to us. But what I've been realizing is that it's actually a permission slip that we have to give ourselves. It's similar to how do we approach goals? Are we going to approach goals with like, oh, maybe I'm not going to work on it the first half of the year, but I want it to happen the second half of the year. 
Or can we realize that it's something that we have to work on on a regular basis and it's something that we have to water and the same things can happen. We can make those same things happen without being so forceful and instead being more intentful. Watering those goals on a day-to-day basis as opposed to waiting for the last minute and forcing it to happen, which are two different energies. So if you're up for it, I would recommend that you fill out, you know, on the top what your three goals are. Now, I know we have Doce Uvas on New Year's, so some of you, you know, said 12 goals, but personally, that's overwhelming and I've never made those 12 goals happen. So if you're there already, cool, but, you know, this was created with the intention of someone who's getting to know themselves and kind of rediscovering what it is that you want, etc. And then I basically put the days across so that you can see for the week how many times you focused on that goal or like you watered that goal, right? So Monday has three columns, Tuesday, Wednesday, etc. So each column is a goal. And then each week you would fill it out and you can pencil it in, you can color it in, whatever it is that you want to do so that you can keep track of like, are you watering your goals on a day-to-day basis? And if not, then maybe are you still holding on to that energy that is super forceful and that expects things to happen from day to night? sometimes we just walk around saying that's just how life is or life is so hard or that's the only way that things happen in life without realizing no that's the only way we make things happen in life that's how we are you know we can play with life and life can change if we change okay so that is the end of today's experience i hope that you guys gained something from it and enjoyed your time with me And remember that if you are ready for further support for me, if you like this style, if you like what I do, please make sure that you schedule that 30-minute intro call with me. I would love to get to know you and I would love to see if I can support you on your journey. It's been such an honor for those of the people that I have worked with, seeing them come back to themselves or kind of like seeing them go from that contracted energy, you know, to expand little by little, week by week, as we kind of peel the layers of the onion that they find themselves within. So if you're ready for that, I'm ready to be here for you. Make sure that you schedule your call. The link is in the description. And other than that, I am truly, truly wishing you a beautiful 2024. I'm so excited to spend it with you guys. This first month of January, I think it's going to be a ton of solo episodes because I need to get back to networking and getting people to be on the podcast. So I'll be working on that this month for us. If you don't already follow the podcast, por favor, what are you waiting for? Subscribe or follow, whatever the button says, do that. Like the episode, por favor, or give it its, its five-star rating or however many stars you think it deserves. And if you are watching somewhere where you can comment, so Spotify and YouTube, you can comment. I would love to know, was today's experience helpful? Did it give you insights? Did it give you clarity, the clarity that you were looking for? If yes, let me know, por favor, or DM me. My DMs are always open, and I would love to get your feedback. I am sending you buenas vibras. I am sending you abundance and 
patience and love and peace and anything that you may desire okay? all the good things may they go your way <laughs> please if you found this helpful share it with your amigas amigos amigues with your primas primos whoever you think would benefit from something like this aquí estamos for the community it's a free 99 workbook so that everyone can have access to it and i feel like it's a beautiful resource so please make sure that you share it and other than that, first gen, remember that I love you, I love me, and I can't wait for you to love yourself. Bye!